Hello, this is Aubin Palmer and welcome to Everyday Thriving, the female entrepreneur podcast. Hello, it is Aubin here again with you this week and I am just so excited to talk with you and just share so much good stuff. I just got back from the retreat we hosted last weekend, the Empowered Women Retreat. I had good friends Karina and Trisha Singer. They were my co-hosts and we just had so much fun, so much empowered women. Just being together with women in a house is something in of itself. Like if you've never been to a retreat, I highly encourage you to find one now. There's so many different kinds, so many different price points. There's one for everybody. And there's something about women together that just creates an energy that women feel empowered, ready to do whatever they need to. And I just remember one guest saying, I can't believe how much people just love me and accept me, even though they don't really know me. And that's the kind of feeling you want to have when you're with a group of women, right? It's not the comparison. It's not the who's better. What are you done with your life? It's just, who are you? What do you like? Your smile is enjoyable. And that was the feeling we all had at this retreat. And some of what I shared at the retreat is what I'm going to share with you today. And it came up because as I was the last coach to teach and another coach had talked a lot about limiting beliefs and it was also in my presentation as well. And as we were both talking about it so much, I was like, it's kind of a long word. We should kind of just call it LBs. And I said that to Trisha, one of the other hosts, and she's like, yeah, it's like pounds, LBS. And I said, oh my gosh, it's like the weight of limiting beliefs. And that's what I want to talk to you about today because the limiting beliefs, I don't think I talk about enough. And it is one of the biggest things I see stopping clients and women as I'm working with you. And another thing that what limiting beliefs really are is how you're holding yourself back. What's really stopping you from believing you can do whatever you want to do to get out of your comfort zone, to step forward and try it and not worried about if it works perfectly, but worried about giving your best and doing your all. And limiting beliefs is how you stop yourself. Limiting beliefs are any belief you are holding about yourself or anything circumstance in your life that is limiting you or holding you back, simply put. And Trisha, one of the hosts at the retreat, actually shared a beautiful analogy that I just had to share that really helps to depict what a limiting belief is for you. And so picture a beautiful beach and there's all the waves and sand, and there's a beautiful boulder that's just right there in the water, in the beach, and the waves come and crash up on it, and the storms can come, whatever happens, and this boulder is just so steadfast and sure. That is you. You are a boulder. Your higher self, your true self is this boulder. No matter what weather there is, because the weather, the beach sees all the weather, right? But this boulder is steadfast, stays there. That's who you really are. But our minds are like a kite that is attached to this boulder and it's up in the sky and it's just getting flopped around everywhere by the winds and the storms. And sometimes it's good when it's a sunny day and there's not too much wind or anything, but when it's a storm day, this kite is just going everywhere and is so confused and it creates limiting beliefs. This kite in the sky is your mind full of limiting beliefs and it's tied down by who you really are. 
Sometimes, especially when there's no wind, you can come back down to who you are and you're fine. You feel that stability and safety. But when you're feeling scared and unsure and you're not sure, picture your mind just as a kite up in the sky and just going everywhere and no clue if it's safe, what's really going on and how scary that is. That's how it feels with limiting beliefs. And it really does put weight on you. When you look at the vibration of your thoughts and what energy it puts you in, limiting beliefs usually are the ones that drop your vibration. You're at a lower energy. It is harder to move when you're in these kind of energies because the vibration is so much slower and lower and it it weighs you down, literally. Like It's just so fun to see that this idea of the pounds that limiting beliefs are putting on you. And it could be quite physical because a lot of people dealing with unwanted weight pounds have limiting beliefs, right? It's just the the energy of all this just works so well together because when you're being that bolder, when you're believing in yourself, when you feel that connection with who you are, you're at a higher energy. You're in the abundant joy, gratitude, love. That vibration, when you're feeling that, you're not in limiting beliefs. And this is a key way to recognize limiting beliefs is the vibration that you're at. People often ask me, how am I supposed to find my limiting beliefs? They're just, they're hidden and they're right. Usually limiting beliefs are very subconscious. They're coming with your programming from how you were raised and what you believe about yourself and especially in your business. Um, The ideas you have about a woman working, the ideas about you have about your skill set, the ideas about just comparing yourself to others. These are the kind of things that are just kind of getting in your brain and you don't even know what they are, but you do. There is something that is beautiful that we're all given that tells us when we have a limiting belief, and that is our emotions. When you think something, even in your subconscious, you are made aware of it by a messenger called emotion. And it vibrates in your body. The emotion you're at tells you what kind of thought you're at. If you're at an empowering belief, a true belief, or a limiting belief. And that's why I like to be grateful for all emotions and don't even call them negative or positive. I call them uncomfortable or empowering because those uncomfortable ones that often get named negative aren't hurting you. They actually are good. They're telling you you're believing or thinking a limiting belief right now, and it's weighing you down. And I'm vibrating in this energy, this emotion, because of the belief that you have right now. So when you think, I'm not good enough at this, it's not working. No one likes me. I'm not going to reach my goals this year. I can't believe I'm not making enough sales. Those kind of limiting beliefs are in your mind, even if you don't realize it, but you can feel it. You will get a vibration of an emotion that is weighing you down, but that vibration comes from the limiting belief. And when I really learned this, I just remember feeling so empowered just knowing this fact itself because I used to feel like such a victim to my emotions. And sometimes I hear people talk like this still. They're like, yeah, life's been hard. I'm just stressed. Stress is on me. There's nothing I can do about it. And if I'm not in a coaching situation, I'm just like, I'm sorry, that's really hard. But if I'm in a coaching call, 
I will help the person look at it and say, what are you thinking that's causing the stress? Why are you stressed? Is it true? Is this a limiting belief that is causing stress? This stress is good. It's telling us that you're in this energy of a limiting belief. Let's find it and let's be aware of it. And awareness is the power because especially when these limiting beliefs are in your subconscious, your subconscious is your lower brain. It just works on its own. You don't even realize you're thinking it. But then when we become aware, we're bringing it to the conscious. And in the conscious, it is completely your choice if you're going to continue to think it or not. And so you say, I am stressed and you think it's a fact, but it's not. It's an energy you're in because of something you're thinking. So I always ask why, what is causing this stress? And the things you will start to say are your limiting beliefs. It's rarely due to facts. It's rarely due to things that you cannot change. Now, often we think, well, these are facts in my life. These are awful. This is so stressful. There's nothing I can do about it. But identifying the facts of the situation separate from your thoughts, the limiting beliefs is where the power lies. And looking at that and saying, okay, my business has made, let's say you've made 20K this far in the year and it's the fourth quarter and your goal was to make 100. Like I use 100 just because it's easy math. Whatever your goals are though. And you look at that, okay, I'm at 25, of 75 to go you shut down. It's not possible. It's taken you three quarters to get to 25. How in the world could you get to 100? But look how that shuts you down. You're not going to try anything new. You're not going to believe that you have the possibility to create more, to do different things than you've done the other three quarters. Have you learned a lot the last three quarters? Do you have new ideas? Do you have new beliefs about yourself? Do you have a new confidence than you did the other three quarters? because of all that work you've done the other three quarters and looking at that and seeing that believing there's no way I could make more money in the last quarter or even make saying it of 75k in the last quarter will shut you down and stop you from making what you have full potential to make this quarter it's a limiting belief it is not a fact but it's stressing you out Because when you think there's no way I could make 75K and you're feeling stressed and you're feeling defeated and you feel like giving up, those feelings are the vibration of the limiting belief that are weighing you down. And the beautiful thing is that you can lose these pounds, these LBs so quickly, so much quicker than the other way of losing pounds. You can literally identify them, be aware of them, listen to the messenger of the emotion and say, is this true? And as you look at that and identify that it's not 100% true without a doubt that you couldn't make 75K, is there ways that you could? What possibilities do you have? What creativity can you step into? Now you might say, well, logically that makes no sense because it took three quarters to make 25. How could you make 75 in one quarter. And if you said that to me in a coaching call, I would say, I don't know, you tell me, how is it possible? And this just gets our heads out of these limiting, holding ourselves back ideas and stepping into full creativity. Because wouldn't you rather give it your all this last quarter and be open and excited and in your full potentiality and make 
another 25K in this one quarter, even if you didn't reach the full 75, then giving up and shutting down and not making any more or even worse quitting because I've seen people do that. They make 25K or whatever number. It wasn't their goal. It's not enough. I'm done. How sad is that? And it's all from this limiting belief. That's it. The weight of these limiting beliefs is what shuts them down. But you don't have to be that way. You can look at it and say, okay, I see the potential. And something that I shared at the retreat was all about creating your ambitions and stepping into this full creative power out of these limiting beliefs, this weight that they put on you and how to really create what you want, whatever you want. Even in your life outside of business, it can be in health, wealth, or relationships is the three categories I like to look at because there's usually something in any of those that you want. And instead of thinking of it as something you need to fix, thinking of it as something that you want to create. But limiting beliefs is what stops you. And usually the root of limiting beliefs are fears. FEAR, I made an acronym of F-E-A-R to help you identify these limiting beliefs and see them because sometimes if you're not actually talking with a coach, it can be really hard to get into your own mind and find them and see what's actually stopping. But I promise if you listen to the messenger of the emotion, you'll be closer. But hopefully using this acronym of FEAR will help you as well to really identify what's holding you back from creating whatever you're wanting to. It could be your goal for the end of the year, It could be what you're wanting in your marriage. It could be the business, the new offer you're wanting, the new people you're wanting to serve. What are you wanting to create the rest of this year? And using this ability to lose the weight of limiting beliefs and face the fear that is there will empower you so much. So the acronym of fear is F, finances, E, emotions, A, anxious of the unknown, And R reminds of the past. And we're going to talk about each one of these now. So F with finances, you know, I love to talk about money. And money mindset is one of the biggest things I have seen stopping people. And so often, especially as you're running your own business, you might need some investors and people to help fund it. And it's usually your own family, right? The money that your husband might be creating or you might be creating from another job and putting that into your business to get it started. And often people feel guilty for that, especially women, and think, I don't deserve this much of an investment. I don't have the money. I should be creating money. I shouldn't be taking any money. And The first limiting belief I want to help you let go of is that it is your husband's money. If you are married and you have a husband and you, he works and you are starting your own business and you don't have the money you need for your business, it is not his money. It is your money. Your is in plural. And you can talk with him about investing in your business, but you do not have to ask his permission. And this is a limiting belief, right? It's not like a a thing of like somewhere in the law or that you need to sign a contract or anything. It's just a belief you have that it is his money. And it sounds innocent, like thinking all the money he earns at his job is his money. So I have to earn my own money to create anything I want to spend on or do. That sounds like an empowering thought, maybe even like that you're going to create money. But when it comes time, if you're needing money from the family and you believe it is his money and you have to ask him and it's his permission you're seeking, you're not honoring 
the mutual contract you have of being married and working together. And something that helped me when I first really found this limiting belief was looking at if you died, how much money would he have to spend to replace everything you do? Especially if you have kids, if you're running the house, doing laundry, doing the cleaning, anything like it would take so much money. And there's even more than you do that he couldn't even replace with money. But seeing that value of you're bringing value to the family by what you do. And so the money that he earns at his job by being married is your money too. Also, just being in a state of scarcity with money is a big one that stops people from believing they can create what they want to. Only seeing the numbers, only seeing the lack, only seeing what you don't have. Like I was saying before, if you haven't reached your goals for the year yet and you don't feel like you're even close this last quarter, are you shutting down or are you empowered to create something even newer and better with all that you've learned? Because what you've gained so far this year isn't just the money. It's the knowledge and the value and the confidence that you have created as well. So use all of that to do bigger and better than ever this last quarter and let go of the numbers. Numbers can feel empowering for some, but for most women, it's not. And because that is more numbers are more masculine energy. And it is good to have numbers. We need the structure and security and knowledge and power numbers bring. But if you're so caught up in the numbers, it can hold you back from really seeing the value and everything you have created. The shift in who you are, the ability to put yourself out there and try new things. How much have you gained this year so far besides just money? And using that to see that you have something to create more money with. Also believing that money is, there's so much money drama everyone has from their past growing up, their parents' beliefs about money. So many limiting beliefs about money that are holding you back and weighing you down. Believing that money is good is one of the ones I reiterate all the time because good people do good things with money. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know you're a good person. You wouldn't waste your time listening to this if you're a bad person. So if you're sitting here listening to this, money is good because you're good. It matches your energy. And if you are happy and abundant and believe that you can create, money matches that. And any beliefs you have about not deserving it, about being greedy, about bad things that people do with money, about taking it from other people, what energy are you in when you're thinking that? Is it weighing you down? Is it a limiting belief? Or is it empowering you? Is it helping you serve more people? Is it creating? That's how you can check if a belief is serving you or if it is weighing you down, if it is limiting or empowering. And really seeing that, especially on the subject of money and finances, as you are creating what you want in your business and life is so important. The next part is emotions. And we've already talked about these a little bit, but I wanted to get a little more specific because so often as I'm coaching, we'll get down to what's stopping people and it'll come down to the most common I hear is fear of disappointment. You aren't going to try what you really want to because the worst thing that could happen is I would be disappointed. And when we say it out loud like that, it sounds kind of like, okay, why is that such a big deal? But when you're actually feeling it, it's real. I've been here. I know. I felt it too. This fear of the disappointment 
and often the shame that you put on yourself with that. Disappointment itself doesn't feel that bad, but often we look at it. And if you're disappointed in yourself, then you're turning it into shame. I'm not good enough. I didn't reach my goal. I tried something new and nobody wanted it. I put this offer out there and it didn't work. I must not be good enough. It's never going to work. I am a failure. Do you hear all these limiting beliefs that are going on in your head? That's what you're afraid of. And this is all emotion. This is the power emotion can have, but it can literally stop you from doing things that you want to do. If I just told you, I guaranteed you it would work, something you could do this last quarter of the year to create this year that you want, what would you do? If I said it'll work, whatever you do, what would you do? But if I take off that part of guaranteeing it will work, why don't you do it? The fear of disappointment, the fear of it not working, the failure, the rejection, whatever feeling, emotion you're most afraid of is what's stopping you. And this is so full of limiting beliefs because like we said, these vibrations, these emotions come from the limiting beliefs. So learning to see that what you're afraid of is an emotion and what beliefs you're putting behind that emotion is what's stopping you is such a good way of finding, identifying, being aware of these limiting beliefs and being able to lose them, lose that weight, raise to a higher vibration because... If the worst thing that can happen is disappointment, it's an emotion and it will not kill you. It will not stop you. And you have the choice of what to do with it. You have the choice of to let it overrule you and take over and you shut down or to process it, to feel it, to allow it to feel it in your body. Get out of your head and into your body is one of my favorite things to say. And when you feel that disappointment, It's valid. You tried really hard. You did this crazy thing that you never thought would work and you went all in for it. And if it didn't turn out exactly how you wanted, of course you're disappointed. And if you can keep it there in that energy, it might not turn into shame. You might not spiral down to thinking you're awful and nothing's ever going to work for you and just keep it in this clean pain of, I tried and it didn't work. I'm a little disappointed and now I'm going to try again. Do you see the difference there in that vibration and how that will rise you so much higher and not being so afraid of disappointment will help you be the entrepreneur you want to be? I've told clients several times, disappointment's one of my favorite emotions and they look at me like I'm crazy. But you know what that means? I'm not afraid to be disappointed. I'm okay to feel it, to actually feel the vibration of disappointment. And I know where it is in my body. It starts in my cheekbones and kind of falls down into my chest. And I just feel it and let that feeling of falling come. And I just let it happen as many times as it needs to. And I'm not afraid of it. I'm not worried I'm going to die. And just accepting it that much lets me step into curiosity and excitement to try again and see, okay, what did I learn from trying this time? Any entrepreneur will testify that they have tried things and it didn't work and they tried again and it didn't work as well as they thought and they learned something and they do it again and again. And if you think that everyone that's successful just did it and snapped their fingers and it worked, of course not. So why would that happen for you? The power of being an entrepreneur is to be okay with feeling disappointed and moving forward and trying again. 
That is power, my friend, to do exactly what you want to do. And this moves to A, being anxious of the unknown. This is a big part of the fear of limiting beliefs. And there's so many limiting beliefs we can have about the future and create anxiety and unsurety and worry. And it just shows that when we're in this feeling of anxiety and worrying about the future, we're so underrating the power we have, how reliable, how adaptable we are as humans. And it kind of shows that this false security we have in the present moment, because at any moment, everything could change. A meteor could fall from the sky and the world could be over any second, right? But we're not thinking about it because we've had consistent days for so long and it's been fine. So our brains just adapt and think, okay, we're fine. This is in our control. We don't need to worry about that. Let's focus on other things that we do need to worry about. But that's the problem is then as we look forward to the future and we do want to change things from the way they are now, we feel worried and unsure, unknown. It's not certain, but nothing is certain. And my favorite example to help see this is 2020. I just still remember hearing how everything was getting closed, schools, church, public spaces, and just being like, what is going on? It was kind of like a meteor, right? Like the world shut down. And everything that we thought was consistent and would never stop, stopped all of a sudden. And that's how quickly it can change. But look how well we adapted. And there's so much drama that happened, right, with all that. But we survived. And we made it through. And we figured out how to get back to what we wanted. And we're okay. Looking at what you want in the future and the uncertainty of it can feel so scary. And make you have lots of limiting beliefs of, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how it'll work. I don't feel safe. This isn't good. I'm only going to do things I know how to do. That holds you back so much. Those limiting beliefs weigh you down. Again, what vibration are you at? Is it weighing you down or empowering you and raising you up? So looking at what you're uncertain of the future. Why is that a problem? What could you believe that wouldn't limit you, that would raise you up? I like to believe things like, I can't know for sure what's going to happen, but I know for sure I will show up and make things work out. Do you notice how I'm putting the confidence in myself, not in the circumstances that are out of my control? Also, things like, I've made it through hard times before and I can make it through anything again. Giving yourself credit. You you didn't know what was going to happen your whole life. You had all these predictions and goals and did it always work out exactly how you thought it would? Of course not. And that's how it's going to be moving forward. But you're doing it from this higher lighter state without these limiting beliefs that makes it fun and exciting. I used to be so scared of the unknown. That was one of the things I swore why entrepreneurship was crazy because you couldn't control what happened, but you never can. And once I realized that I was holding myself back from things I wanted to do because I was afraid of the unknown, but that there's always unknown. And so the difference is coming from me how I'm thinking about myself, how much I trust myself, how much I know that no matter what happens, I will make it work. And then the unknown is exciting. It's okay. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I know how I'm going to show up. I'm not going to be carrying all this weight of limiting beliefs. I'm going to be in this higher energy of abundance and love and excitement and gratitude and give my all 
And then the future I create is everything I want and better. And it's so amazing to watch how that happens with the universe and God as you put your all and believe and trust that everything will be okay. It responds and you things just happen in your favor. And even in moments where it looks like they're not, you're able to see how they are. And then it just keeps growing overall. And last is R. Remind you of the past. Our brains, like kind of what we were talking about here with the unknown, like to know what's happening. And so sometimes when you step into a new goal, a new way of doing things, something will come up from your past that's totally unrelated. But it's similar enough that those feelings of failure or defeat or it not working or not being good enough will come back and you will not want to move forward to protect yourself. And this is a limiting belief again of saying, I can't do this. It didn't work before. So why would it, why would it work now? And it, like I say, this is so illogical. It's very inner brain subconscious thoughts, because as you talk about it out loud, all the time with my clients will say, just saying it out loud to you, I kind of realized how crazy that was. And it, it left me. And it's, it's my favorite because just getting in there and seeing that these thoughts that you're having, these limiting beliefs that are weighing you down, don't even make sense. Finding them, being aware of them is half the battle. But when you do become aware of it, it's good to sometimes recognize that it's, it's a memory of the past. And so an example I have is that when I was in high school, I played cello and I was so passionate about doing well. I loved music and there was a youth symphony and a youth orchestra in the city I grew up in. And it was kind of like varsity and junior varsity for orchestra. That's me, a music dork, but <laughs> that's how it was. And it was hard to get in your freshman year. And I made the varsity or the junior varsity, the JV team, my freshman year. And a lot of my friends did too. And we were so excited. And then we moved forward to sophomore year and we made the JV team again. And then junior year, a lot of them made the varsity team and I made JV again. And I was a little disappointed, but I believed, okay, I have one more year. So I worked so hard my junior year to make the varsity orchestra symphony. And I didn't, I got JV again. And the conductor called me and she encouraged me to still do it. And I said, no, and I quit my senior year because I was so devastated. And I share this example because as I've been running my business, moments will come up like that where I want something so bad and I'm working for it so hard. And my mind will tell me, don't even try. Do you remember when you wanted to make the varsity orchestra and it didn't work? That's going to happen again. Don't risk it. Don't, don't do it give up now. Limit the chance that you're going to fail. Isn't that hilarious though, that my brain would give this example that has nothing to do with my business, but bring that back to this present moment and say, don't do it. You're going to fail. It's not worth it. It feels awful. Remember how awful that feels? Let's run away. Let's be safe. Your brain's trying to protect you. And I love to say to my brain, I say this all the time. Thank you brain, but no, thank you. I know you're trying to protect me, but this makes no sense. This is such a limiting belief and it is weighing me down. I was disappointed then, but this is so different. And I grew so much from that experience. And I know that I can face disappointment. I can face not getting what I want and move forward and create beautiful things in my life still. Thank you, brain, but no thank you. 
And I lose that limiting belief of that it's going to happen again. And even if I want it, it's not going to work. That's the limiting belief I get from that experience. Even if I want it really bad and work really hard, it's not going to work. How limiting is that? But knowing that thought comes from my brain, why it's coming, what it's taking from my past to try to weigh me down now, running my successful business, our brains are so fun that way, but it's so empowering to be aware of that and to take it and to move forward and drop the limiting belief weight, to drop those pounds, LBS gone. We don't need the weight of limiting beliefs. And I hope that as we walk through this acronym of fear and that you think of this analogy of pounds being limiting beliefs, plural, LBS pounds that are weighing you down, that's what's holding you back in your business. This is what you have 100% power to be aware of, to lose, to shift to a higher vibration and create exactly what you want to create the end of this year of 2023 and what you want to create the rest of your life. I say it all the time, but running your own business is one of the best self-development courses out there. Everybody has limiting beliefs. Everybody has them and is carrying this weight. But when you're running a business, it's really, really hard to move forward carrying that weight. And you have to look at it and decide, how can I lose some of this weight? How can I move forward into this higher vibration so that I can do this? Other people can cope and get by and survive. But when you're ready to thrive, you have to lose the weight of limiting beliefs and you will step into your higher self, able to create and thrive and do whatever you want. Your life really is yours to create. This business is yours to create. And I believe in you so much. I love sitting here talking with you. And as I am sitting here right now, I am closing my eyes and I just see you and I see your power. I feel it. And I feel like I'm talking to just you, even though who knows how many people are really listening to this, but I can feel it. And this is why I am here for you, because I have felt this way before, so weighed down by limiting beliefs and the growth and transformation I have made in my life by seeing them, being aware of them and letting go of them is how I have made my successful business, is how I've become a better mom, is how I have the most amazing marriage in the world. These things, this is your power. This is this is it. This is how you can create anything you want, especially as a business owner, a female entrepreneur, stepping into your full power as a woman, losing the weight of limiting beliefs, and thriving, thriving, thriving. All right, I hope that has helped you and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening today. And if this episode has helped you at all, all I ask is that you share it with somebody or leave a review. Doing these little things can change people's lives and it makes a big impact on how many people are able to hear what I am teaching and help us all thrive as women in business. All right, I will see you next week.